Yeah. It's unassailable logic. <laughs> I bought a pipe tobacco that smells just like uh, the Lafrague 10. It's just oh smoke. Boy. Yeah. So it's, a mermaid, it's a mermaid's kiss. That's right. <laughs> Seagull's armpit. <laughs> Seagull's armpit. <laughs> I love those ads. Yeah. Are you smoking a pipe now, Jason? Yeah, I picked it back up. Okay. Nice. Uh, you know, I need. I just need another hobby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. More shit to spend money on. <laughs> Boy, have I. You only need one pipe, to technically. But, yeah, per you know, day. Why would you ever buy right. one pipe? <laughs> yeah. I hear you can drink one whole bottle of whiskey for like from the top to the bottom. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, crazy talk. Although crazy I do plenty talk. of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Jason, have you had this art big? Oh God, it's fantastic. Big smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, but it's not Lafroig big smoke. It's not. It's not so much minerally and really. And, I yeah, found Ardbeg way peatier than Lafroig, but I don't I know. Maybe, maybe it was just the maybe it was just the the label of Ardbeg that I had, which I don't remember off the top of my head what it was now. But yeah, this is the ten, just their normal. But yeah, they've got others. It was very peaty. Uh, have you guys had the so good. No, no, no I haven't had to try that, that one yet. That, that is a that is uh, like twice as speedy as the regular ten. <laughs> Which is already pretty. Because that's what you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like any more than that, and you're just drinking bog water. I mean, <laughs> it's just only more taint. Go more taint. <laughs> Full taint. I mean, this is coming from this is from coming from us who actually inhale the smoke and roll it around in our mouths, right from the pipe. This is just liquid version. You don't want to draw it into your lungs, so just gotta let it roll around in your mouth. All right, let's uh, hold on a second. All right, good. I got uh, my Scrivener all set. Spent the last week uh, pulling all that stuff in there, man. Say it again. What a what a nice little app. Yeah, yeah, it really helps for for my lack of organization, for my my natural lack of organization, we should say. Any case, um, yeah, let's uh, kick it off here. I guess we're on session four. It's been it's been a, a bit since the last one. I think the summertime or so, right? Um, yeah, I think it was July. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nuts. Okay. Uh, yeah. Really? So I guess. Holy one, cow. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought when I was listening to it. Is like looked at the date. Is like wow. Any case, um, yeah. So um, I guess before we do a little recap, um, to just have everybody reintroduce their their characters here, just a short few sentences. Who everybody's playing? Sure. Uh, I'm playing. Uh, who am I playing? Nathaniel Morris. <laughs> Lost my last name there for a second. Uh, Nathaniel <laughs> Morris, um, impeccably dressed and urbane. He's the the patron, the kind of financier of the operation. Have a uh, a long term friendship with uh, 
with my Sam. buddy Sam, um, who's kind of the, oh, I guess I won't introduce him. Um, let's see, what are my moves? Friends in high places and bankroll. So got the connections and the money. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, and Kyle. Uh, I am Wendell White, the brute. Uh, I am, what, a dock worker, a stevedore? I forget. <laughs> I work mm -hmm. in the docks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, blue, you know, definite blue collar uh, working class type um, whose muscle has been in a scrape or two uh, in his lifetime. And uh, I believe I am Buds with Ephraim. That's right. And uh, uh, we, because we knew each other as kids. Um, and then uh, I believe Sam has helped me out money-wise in the past, so we're acquainted that way. Um, a little less close to Nathaniel and Lawrence. Yes, very good. All right. And uh, I guess we can thread right into Ephraim from there. I'm Ephraim Cooper. I am the worker. I am a journeyman joiner, which means I essentially make well, I build houses and make and make cabinetry. So not furniture, but uh, like built-in cabinetry uh, carpentry. And uh, I am friends with uh, with Wendell, and not so fond of Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a Quaker. I'm a Quaker, by the way. Yes. But and yet bested me in a fight. Yeah. So just. Mm -hmm. I'm a lapsed <laughs> pacifist. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we to judge? Yeah. That's right. Takes all the time. That's why I like him so much. And, and uh, our propagandist. I think uh, Sam should go next. Sam should go. Next. Okay. Sam. We have Doctor. This may be anticlimactic. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he dropped. He, he dropped. He hit a dead spot or so. <laughs> Wait, I see him back again. He's back. See him in here, but not audible. Oh, there he is. Dang! Can you hear me now? Yep. Damn. Can we can hear you now? Yep. Okay. Yeah, something was weird. I had switched over to roll twenty to look at Sam's sheet. Uh, Sam Merston is the demagogue. Uh, he is, uh, has been known to give some fiery speeches. He, backbone of any of us, uh, even, even with the relatively compromised group this is, um, and I can feel people already getting offended. Um, he's good friends with... <laughs> Did I drop out again? Yeah. He's yeah. Okay. With only at the most appropriate time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No friends. Like the push to the push to talk button is anyway. Um, yeah, good friends with the Correct. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Uh, there's like a delay, which is really hard. Yeah. Um, 
So you, I think Lawrence is afraid my ego will destroy the movement, um, which is my ego is rather big. And uh, I did, I think my interactions with Kyle's character were, um, I, you know, I, I've employed him in the past and he's been uh, a very useful and I've made it worth his while. Uh, oh, I broke up. I, I left again. <laughs> Where did I cut off? <laughs> we love you, Duck. I, I paid Kyle's probably with Nathaniel's money. So, uh, That's what it's for. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, for the cause. Uh, so that leaves Lawrence Walwyn. And yes. probably the best way to really paint the picture for our listeners is you can you can think of Nathaniel Morris as the as the money and the touch of class that our movement needs. And Sam is the, the, the face of the group that, that talks to the public. Wendell addresses the more direct aspects of the movement. And, and Ephraim's, he's the aspirational goal of the movement, the, the world we all want to live in. And that really leaves Lawrence, he's really, you know, if you really think about it, he's the brains of the operation. He is uh, creating the words and the ideas that will move this from just people talking to concrete methods of action and direction. And he's fine with that role. Everyone has a role in this uh, process and he's, he's happy to be part of the team. So that's Lawrence Walwyn. Some people call him a propagandist. <laughs> indeed, indeed. He prefers truth speaker. Uh, he prefers someone who is entitled to justice and is seeking it. Beautiful. Yeah, and he did a he did a number on the uh, on the governor's and his daughter last episode. Very. <laughs> fiery article that besmirched a young lady's reputation. It was fine work. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we can merge into that here because uh, it's been a while since the last section. So I think a little recap would be in order of episode three's uh, events. Okay. Anybody? Any volunteers for for this one? Or I didn't actually listen to it, so I, unfortunately, I didn't. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> okay. So I could probably do it, but here's my one concern. Okay. I I talked a lot in the last episode, uh, having just listened back to it. So. Sure. Well, so uh, my therapist does encourage me to role play to get out of the shy, you know, uh, introverted person that I am. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's why I come play these games. Um, uh, but uh, so I didn't want to take a lot of screen time again. But if no one else wants to do the recap, then I'll take a shot at it. So go for it. Okay. So our last session. Uh, began with the uh, consequences of the British raids to 
round up members of the Sons of Liberty and the massacre of um, some colonists who unwisely put some cannon on uh, top of one of the hills and decided to take a pot shot at one of the British ships in the harbor. Um, the Sons of Liberty were in pretty bad shape, so uh, we spent a fair amount of time deciding how we as the Tree of Liberty were going to uh, deal with that. So we had a lot of uh, session time devoted to discussing different ideas and different approaches. Um, Sam went hunting for some information and we determined that Benjamin Eads, who's the publisher of the other paper in Boston, um, was kind of the de facto leader, but he apparently wasn't doing a very good job, and he was a little concerned about um, the work, you know, the, the risk he was taking being the leader of the organization. So we embarked on a strategy to try to find ways to take advantage of the situation. Um, one of our ideas was that Lawrence and, or excuse me, Nathaniel and Sam were going to host a ball, uh, invite all the powers that be from the local community. Uh, one of the things they were going to do is present a petition of grievances to present to the Crown's representative, the governor. Uh, Wendell and Ephraim were uh, engaging in some more proletarian tasks down at the docks as far right. as attempting to um, recruit some strength to the movement and uh, raise some issues. And I, of course, was just spinning tales of what had taken place um, because it's important for people to be presented with facts in the correct light so they know how to understand them and process them and how to take action on them. So that was my focus. Um, uh, a lot of time talking about different things we could do. Um, we, I ended up with a, a visit to the governor in an effort to get his side of the story to refute the libelous statements made about his daughter and the event that he had held and learned that the governor was, in fact, being sacked. He was being recalled to London. They were, they were packing his house. And uh, I don't, I, I, my recollection is he did not divulge the identity of who the next governor was going to be, but he did suggest that the colonists might be unhappy with the change that was coming. That's uh, correct. And then we, uh, some stuff happened at the, um, at the ball, I believe, that I didn't quite fully process. Um, and uh, Wendell, uh, chummed up with a plague bearer and probably is going to cause the death of all of us. So, um, uh, in an effort to kind of make connections with the ground troops, for lack of a better term, of the Sons of Liberty, and we ended up uh, back at our home tavern, and I had an opportunity to sway for lack of a better term, not using it in the game term since this way, but um, kind of went over some Sons of Liberty 
members who were trying to figure out what to do, basically played up what, what, how badly it was going to go for their leaders if they were actually shipped back to England for trial, suggested that the Tree of Liberty might be willing to offer some help to the Sons of Liberty to free their brothers in arms. And they accepted that offer. They wanted powder and muskets, I believe. We told them Correct. it would take a few days to arrange that. And then there were some pretty brutal and Machiavellian discussions about exactly how we're going to betray <laughs> the Sons of Liberty to advance our own cause. Which the greatest cause. Well, that's right. Uh, if anyone other than us leads this revolution, it's bound to fail. So that's right. Uh, Correct. We we are shouldering this mantle of responsibility. We're not seizing power like some grasping Roman senator trying to elevate himself to the consulship. Um, and I think that's basically where we ended. Uh, they're supposedly going to try to rescue their comrades on Christmas Day. I think that was all the main stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's very good uh, summation there. Um. Hey, Wendell, you know what the hell this guy's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. That summation has exhausted my glass of wine. I think I need. Another. I think I need a refill. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you, Rex. Yeah, that's about where we are. You got um, when we closed up last session, we had uh, Gideon Boyd. Your contact that was asking for the muskets and powder said that's what he would need to get this thing moving along um he left the he left the bar with the and like i just said about 10 days out until uh the raid is supposed to go off or until the day that they want to do it anyway um and um yeah, I guess the other the other uh, couple loose ends, not loose ends, but just the open open items. I guess was the um, is that uh, there was a you guys had made some uh, tentative plans for a ball, and um, Nate had sent some correspondence through uh, through uh, Jonas to London to ask about the uh, state of you know what's going to be happening in the colonies, if, you know. He wanted to get uh, his connections in the higher echelons of London society, see if he can get a word for that. And then also Ephraim left a note with Constance, seeing if she knew any um, anything about the state of the prisoners or what they uh, had planned to do with them. And uh, that's where we are. Uh, that's where we are. So. Yeah, so we also want to say it's the next day after the backroom meeting with uh, Gideon Boyd. Sounds good. Okay. So the next day in the morning, uh, Ephraim, you find a note underneath the mat by your shop where Constance has often left notes for you in the past when you exchange them during your um, you know your kind of quasi courtship and all it says this time normally she would write you a little bit of you know kind of flowery prose but this is a very short 
message and it says, um, meet me at market day by the apple cart. Yeah, we're going to upset the apple cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, market day is in two days. Great. What day of the week is it? Today and the market day? Obviously, I'll be able to do that math, but... Yeah, right. Uh, what day was today? Did we did we state what that was? I don't think so. Yeah. Work day? Yeah, I think market day is maybe in the middle of the week. So let's call. Let's say today. Uh, today is a Tuesday, and the market day will be on Thursday. I'm in the shop. I'm working, um, but I'm going to head out into the uh, into the alleyway and see if I can't get one of the urchins to run a message to uh, over to Nathaniel or Sam. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't think that's a rule. You guys got enough of your followers out there. Um, you managed to find one of the uh, the young kids milling around uh, down by the shop over there and and he is uh happy to take that down for you were you taking it to the crow's nest yeah to the crow's nest and and i'm just gonna say uh you know i've got a lead day after tomorrow um I'll, i need to meet with i don't know i probably wouldn't have called it a contact at the time but uh, mm -hmm. i need to meet with i need to meet with a friend and then i think i'll have some information that we might find useful Okay, very good. So the kid grabs that uh, grabs that note, folds it into his uh, into his uh, trousers, and runs off down the street. Give him a pence for his trouble or whatever. Right. Thank you, Governor. And he blazes down down towards the docks where the crow's nest is. All right. Are uh, are Nate and Sam in the crow's nest now? Or are they uh, elsewhere? Uh, it's early morning ish. Early morning ish. Yeah. Not yet. Probably just. Yeah, I, I don't up. think so. Okay. What are Sam and Nate do, uh, doing then? Drink all day if you don't start in the morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I keep the good stuff at the house. Uh, what are you listening to, Doug? Yeah, it's classics. It's awesome, man. He's got some good stuff. Um, it's more than a feeling. <laughs> I thought it was Journey, but uh, it's okay. Boston's good too. It's for fitting. Um, probably a late morning getting up. Nothing much to do. Um, send off some correspondence for the business um you know double check the log books from yesterday for the shipping and receiving and i guess maybe around lunchtime we'll go to the crow's nest i think nope. sam sam would show up uh sometime maybe around when nate was when nate was heading there okay very good so around uh you said lunchtime jason yeah. Okay. Good. All right. And um, 
uh, Lawrence uh, and uh, Wendell, is there anything you guys wanted to do this morning or take care of? I think Wendell would probably be working. Did we say it was a weekday? I've... Yeah, it was a. We'll call it a Tuesday. Yeah, I think when he does have a job, so. Okay, so he's down there humping humping crates on. Yep. Off the, okay. Good. Uh, and I would think Lawrence. Uh, he also has a job, by the way. The Farmer's Almanac just doesn't print itself. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. So uh, he's probably got. I think it does if you read it. On his. <laughs> 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 probably got some ink on his shirt. You know, it's just going to be devilish hard to get out. Um, and uh, I want to retcon slightly one tiny thing. So the the. The volume of the or edition of the Leaves of Liberty, where sure. the article about the governor's daughter was um, was posted, that actually I'm going to retcon. That was a, a column uh, with a uh, author. It was explained that it was a column written by an author who's using the pseudonym. Okay. Uh, and I, I want to create this particular identity of this columnist uh, with the intent later on of pinning that on somebody else um, at the appropriate time to sure. uh, get them in trouble and or get the heat off me either way. So, um, and I am probably considering if there needs to be an addition of the leaves of Liberty to address the departure of the governor. Um, but I'm, I'm mulling that at this point. Okay. Yeah. That's a good, uh, good retcon. Who is the, do you have a name in mind or who, who wrote it? I don't yet. Um, I'll probably have one by end of session. I'll, I'll probably, probably going to pick something Roman. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, Cato's too easy, so it'll probably be be somebody else. Yeah, Publius is taken already, so. <laughs> right. Yep. All yep. right. Very cool. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, most people are at work, or the gainfully employed are anyway. The uh, idle rich are on their way to the bar, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, let's just, okay, so you get there, and um, as you pull into the, the back room, um, the bartender, I guess we should give him a name. You know, uh, anybody want to throw out a name for this, the bartender at the Crow's Nest? Sebastian. Sebastian. Okay, good. Sebastian gives a short knock at the door, and... Uh, pokes his head in and hands you, Sam, a uh, folded up piece of paper and which states the message that uh, Ephraim left earlier today. He tells you that he has a, he's going to see a friend in two days and he should have some information about the, the state of things. And with that, um, yeah, if, um, if there's nothing else to do this afternoon, or right, right now, we can go to the evening when everybody's off work. But uh, um, so 
what direction did you guys want to go right now? I mean, because I, I know you wanted to plan the ball and then work on getting gunpowder. Those were two of the things that uh, it seemed to me were the higher priority items from, from last session. What are you guys thinking? You're breaking up, Duck. You can uh, put it in the text channel. <laughs> um, I'm thinking just kind of, you know, get in the, if we're the next day, you know, there's going to be planning to do, I think for both sides of the house, planning to get the, the muskets and the powder, uh, planning to get this ball together. Wendell's excited. He's never planned a ball before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I think he's probably going to be on the gunpowder side of things. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah, uh, always, always just pigeonholing Wendell. We could use some help. We could use some help uh, moving furniture around for free. <laughs> That'd be even worse. He thinks he's being invited to the mansion to help mm -hmm. plant a ball, and they're like, hey, just move this shit. <laughs> Do you, what, you didn't bring any goons with you? Come on. <laughs> nice. Can you guys hear me? Okay, that's good. Yep, we can. Yeah, okay. you were breaking up earlier. So Yeah. No, I mean, I can hear you guys fine, but for some reason, when I try and talk, it's bad. I, I was saying, I think Sam would probably be the one on the hook for trying to arrange the gunpowder, right? Sam and yeah, Sam and Nate, I think together just because it might require some money, but um, pay for it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that goes without saying. Sam <laughs> considers it his money. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, and he's gonna look sweetly at Nate and smile. Mm -hmm. Very good. I'm just helping you All figure right, out so, what to uh, do with it, my dear boy. That's right. It's, it's not going to spend itself. Yeah. As our, as our author friend, to uh, to plagiarize our author friend. That's right. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Did somebody just say something. Hmm. Well, oh, I good. assume Nathaniel wants me to be drafting the petition that he's going to read of the ball. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I will be working on that. That'll be my contribution to the ball. So, and I think Sam, you had the contacts, right? For the, for the powder. So we just need to pay for it. Maybe um, Wendell and Ephraim rustle it up for us. You're going to get in pigeonholed. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, a very clear division of labor in this group. Yeah. We, need, we need lackeys to go, to go to retrieve these items. Well, I happen to have a cart, though, that I use to deliver. Well, save it. I don't have a cart. And you never want to be the guy with the truck. You only have, yeah, you only have, a, posh, you only have a posh carriage. It's not good for hauling. Yeah, I mean, we had started on that. I think. And my, my cask, maybe, my cask maybe and gloves a... will just not hold up. That's true. Right. Plus, what would this Each do to your according rig? According to their ability. I just remember that. Did Douglas drop again? Uh, I did. Okay. So, uh, can we go above table for a second? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so last session, Ducks, I think Ducks thought was he had offered that he had a gunpowder source mm-hmm. that he knew had been compromised by the Rangers. Correct. Um, and so the, I, I think what he was thinking was we were going to send these guys to them. They'd get pinched and that would solve our problem. So, which is thoroughly devious. So I love it. But my only question is if we do it that way, they're probably going to get pinched fairly early in the process. Do we actually want to make sure that they have powder and muskets and then rat them out, you know, so that they actually get taken out very close in time to, you know, succeeding at their objective? Do you want them to get closer before they get taken out, or do we want them now? So we, so you're on? saying we we kind of a little. I know someone who, like for some reason, has kind of ticked me off, and I'm ready to throw them to the Rangers. We get them all. We get the powder across, and then we throw the uh, Sons of Liberty under the bridge. Well, I, uh, I, the way you would put it out there before, we were going to send them to guys that we knew were going to betray them. Um, Right. But if we do that, then potentially they're going to get nabbed long before Christmas Day. I just didn't know whether we wanted them to be- get closer to succeeding by making sure they actually get powder. I like that idea. Get- yeah, we want more. We want more chaos for us to act in. So yeah, I like sure. that idea. So it sounds like Wendell and Ephraim need to get that cart and get some kegs of uh, gunpowder. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. No, we know our place. Oh. Petitions of grievance do not write themselves. Amen. <sighs> okay, so... Certainly who, not uh, memorable petitions of grievance that we <laughs> talked about <laughs> generations on. What was the name of another paper? I want to read something that's memorable. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I so will find we're... one with pictures for you, Ephraim. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, all right. Uh, Doc, who is the who's the name of this contact you have? Am I? Did we come up with one last time, or do you want me to make one up now? Yeah, I, I don't think we had one before. Uh, let's see. His name is uh, John. Spencer. All right, John Spencer. Do we have Do we have our character sheets on a spreadsheet somewhere? Yeah, there's a Google sheet somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was looking for the link for it and could not find it. I put it in the roll twenty chat. Let's pin it so I don't have to search for it again. Oh, we can't pin it in roll twenty. I'm thinking of Rocket. Okay, and John Spencer, where's he? Uh, where's he work out of? Is he local or is uh, he? Uh, well, he's he's in South Boston, of course. South Boston, Southy guy. Okay, hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 salt of the earth. Gotcha. Okay. He likes that. And, and yeah, South South uh, South Boston, I think at this point is probably pretty almost rural. Uh, I'm not sure on my history, yeah. but let's just go with that, right? And so it's kind of a, you yeah, know, yeah. it's uh, it's not built up at all. You know, it may even be like a farmhouse or something, but uh, 
You know, mm-hmm. he, he and he may have a farm, but he's you know he gets the he gets the stuff. Anything you want. Okay, good. So he, does he like live uh, past that isthmus? Then I, I guess we're we're thinking, huh? Yeah, yeah. Let's say that little. Yeah. Uh, he's past. Okay, outside there. Good, good. Yeah. All right. And you know, I mean, gunpowder, whiskey, whatever. He's he's got all kinds of stuff. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. So we'll say he's at a farmhouse out there. Nice. So. Yeah. In fact, right, then, so uh, and... he might be. He might be one of Sam's potential uh, competitors, so this may be why. Uh, if something happens to John mm. Spencer, that may not be too bad. Gotcha. Okay. Good. All right. So, um, in the past, when you've reached out to get him stuff, does he know? Would he know to expect, or would he expect that you're you're coming, or would he? Um, uh, I would, um, yeah, actually, yeah, you can, you can just show up at his place. Um, it's a, I, I generally try and work through, uh, one of his, his guys in town who works on the docks, mm-hmm. uh, name of Robert. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell, I'll, I'll leave, I'll have one of the urchins kind of, uh, give a note to Robert that, uh, that we're coming so that. You know, you can show up just at his farm, but it's better if he has a little advance warning. Okay. Yeah, that's a little far for the urchins to go, I think. Oh, or to Robert? No, the dock. The, the guy, the John's got a contact on the docks. They're just going to go down to the docks. Oh, I, okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, very good. So uh, urchin runs a note down to the docks that will get out to Robert's farm. By the end of the day, at least. So I, I think by Wednesday morning, it, it would be safe to go out there, and um, I, I think Ephraim and Wendell could uh, just take the cart down there at that time. Yeah. At least uh, get uh, what they need, or try to if he hasn't. Right. Um, right. But uh, I think at that point we'll probably. And I'd uh, I'd, I'd yeah, ask I'd, I'd ask Nate to initial a little uh, promissory note, as I do sometimes. Yeah, that's what I was get. That's what I was getting at. I think we're gonna have to play his money into it. Um, Every time, of course. <laughs> yep. Cool. Okay. Cool. So, um, yeah. Unless anybody has anything else they want to do, we can cut to Wednesday and uh, get that moving. Another day, another dollar, mm-hmm. which I think is my daily salary. So my daily pay, <laughs> yeah, whole dollar. Where where are we keeping the the casts of of powder? Yeah, that's a good question. I got a spot in the back of the shop. Yeah, I don't know if the because uh... I got like wood that comes in right. So there's like this area in the back where I dry wood that's just you could stick barrels back there. Nobody'd really notice them. Mm-hmm. Maybe you even have like a, a layer of sawdust in a bin, right? And then right. a like a cover that you know, so it looks like it's full of sawdust, but underneath yep, that could be barrels. Of, yep. Perfect. Yep. Exactly right. You got to put the sawdust somewhere. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. So Wednesday morning, as you're um, getting uh, you getting your cart out on your way to go there. 
Um, I guess Wendell's Wendell's got a day off. We'll call that. Which is doctor, which is a uh, boss isn't real happy about because two guys didn't show up this morning. Uh, if if I think I think Sam would have a a way to get him out of that somehow. Okay. Oh, I've got a note. Okay. <laughs> no. a note from somebody important <laughs> waving it around yeah. well the the, 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 the the foreman's still a little upset because again two people didn't show up for whatever reason um plague 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 but uh, uh any case so wendell's down by uh fm shop pull the card out yeah got the horse uh, Horse hitched up and ready to go. As you guys are uh, walking out, um, or about to leave anyway, there is a group of uh, British soldiers, and they're they're drunk, very drunk. It, it appears that they've gone all night long, and they're walking down the street. I was going to say it's like eight in the morning. Yeah, the yeah they, they they did a <laughs> the bender. Yeah, they did the all night the all night thing. Um, I mean, their uniforms are looking a little, a little disheveled and they're, they're singing this, uh, kind of like a, a body song about, uh, Anna Montanus, the, the governor's daughter. Excellent. <laughs> a little, little, kind of like a little dirty limerick. And, uh, one guy walks by or you're, the shop across the street from you, he just picks up a, a stone from the ground and throws it through one of the windows. Mm. And uh, that elicits a very hearty laugh from the from the other guys in the group. I'll say there's about, uh, let's call it five. And they're walking along the road towards you guys, not, not towards you guys, but by you guys. And one of them catches your attention and he's just kind of looking at you, Wendell, mean mugging you. What you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, Wendell's, Wendell's a rough hothead, but he's also not stupid. So mm -hmm. he's just gonna look straight ahead and keep going. Yeah. The one guy stops and says, hey, what are you doing out here? You know, very, very drunken, uh, slurring his words and all that. Like, in front of us? Like, can we not go by him? No, it, it's actually his, his, his buddies are, are still kind of walking towards, uh, you know, I would say towards the city. But this one dude has kind of peeled off and... Uh, is getting in Wendell's face a little bit. You could still be going if you wanted to. Yeah. We're in the cart, right? Yeah. You're in the cart. So Wendell, I'm just going to go. So I just flick the reins on the horse and we just, we head, we head off. Yep. Very good. He's kind of screams at you a little as he goes by. Hey, yeah. Hey, come back here. But then he, um, well, you're gone by the time he decides, or you see what he decides to do. But, um, Crisis averted. That's good. Okay, so and then you're going out towards the farm. All although, right. uh, although uh, Ephraim can sense that Wendell was doing the math in his head, 
<laughs> whether he could have taken all those guys. <laughs> I can feel it. And I look over at him and I say, yeah. you could have taken there's those a, guys. There's a, you made the right choice. <laughs> there's a tangible silence emanating yeah. from Wendell. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you could have taken them, friend. But you made the right choice. Mm. There'll be all, time. All in good time. All right. So you take the cart out along that little street goes down the isthmus that uh, connects the you know city of Boston to the mainland and after let's say a good 45 minutes hour of riding you come across uh, our man's farm here John Spencer's farm oops where's all my windows going okay there it is And it's, it's a large farmhouse. Well, it's a large piece of land, not a, a huge farmhouse, but there is a, a large barn near the back. You enjoy oh, a good barn. Yeah. Everybody loves a, a barn at this time. Um, yeah, path leading up to the house and the barn where you can bring your cart up. But there's nobody outside or anything waiting for you yet. This is the market that we were going to? No, this is, um, well, I assume you're going to the, the markets tomorrow. Oh, uh, this is this is the powder. This is the powder, yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yep. So we just uh, pull up in front of the house and tie the horses off and get down. I get down. Yeah, okay. No, Wendell gets down too. I mean, we'll get, we'll get a wholesome shit. Let's <laughs> yeah. gloves on. All right, okay. Who am I kidding? We don't need gloves. We got calluses. <laughs> That's right. I, Wendell, I Wendell's where am I met John Spencer before. What'd you say, Doug? I, I want to say, I think Wendell's met John Spencer before because he's he's worked for me before. So he, they've met before. Yeah, if this okay. is one of, this is one of uh, um, Nathaniel's, or uh, Sam's contacts, um, it's yeah, the odds are good that I probably know of him or have met him. All right. Very nice. Okay. So you, you know, this dude, um, you met him before. So you guys kind of leisurely stroll up to the door, knock it, I assume. Yep. All right. Young girl answers the door. Assume it's it. And Wendell, you know, it's his daughter. She's the best. She's your uh, father. Yeah, her name is Abigail. Um, Abigail. She and she doesn't say anything. She just uh, turns around and says, "Father, father!" She yells uh, down the back of the house, and uh, he comes up. And like Doc said, is a real salt of the earth kind of guy. Uh, walks up, says, "Gentlemen." And then he he leads you out of the house where he walks. He exits the house, closes the door behind him, and leads you out towards the barn. And uh, as soon as he gets, you know, a relatively good distance away from the house, and he's like, "Sweet Lord, gunpowder! You know how hard that's you know how hard that's going to be to get after the vents on the heights." That's why we came to you. 
All right. You're the man. He brings you into the into the barn. He talks to you and he says, okay, the powder's going to be tough. He pulls a, a, like a, a blanket off of a pile of things on the, you know, the nearest a pile of wood by the floor. He pulls a, pulls a blanket off of a couple of crates that contain the muskets that you needed. There's about uh, four boxes with five to a box. Laying in, in straw, you know, they're just packed in straw. But um, he says, okay, gunpowder gun is going to be tough. And I think at this point, uh, it's probably good to make uh, that money roll for Nate. Yes, yes. To see how his uh, bankroll indirectly... Um, Can affect this. You throw money at a problem, roll with spirit. Mm -hmm. So I am a plus one. Whew, five. Oh, <laughs> shit, okay. That's good. Check bounce. I was going to say, yeah, I was trying to do something. Yeah. Rolling spirit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm a All plus right. one, but yeah, it's uh, no, it's your money's no good here. No, so, literally, it's no good. <laughs> this on on a seven and nine, it says they want more cash than you have on you. They want something beside money. They're horribly insulted. So mm -hmm. I don't know if, if that helps. Yeah. Well, for, first you can mark an experience for missing that roll. Ah, um, uh, silver linings. <laughs> So he says, um, yeah, I think the, out, uh, the, out, the consequence of that role is that he can't get gunpowder as soon as you need it. Hmm. So he needs like three weeks and we need that. Yeah, you need it in yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he tells you he's got to go, you know, with the... Uh, with the lockdowns or the, not the lockdowns necessarily, but the, the atmosphere. Yeah. Triggered. Right. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> the curfew and the, uh, with governor Hutchinson being all but gone, the soldiers have, um, become a little more, I used to say cocky, um, a little bit more liberal with their, uh, how should we say um, personal property violations and that kind of thing <laughs> there? Um, it's, it's too hard right now. And he would have to go through New York is what he uh, explains to you. But the uh, muskets he can give you. Yes. Yeah, Mark, can I get a, just a, a reminder? We're going into Christmas of, 1774. Four. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. So I look at Wendell and I go, fancy clubs, these. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell just shakes his head. 
debating whether he wanted to, you know, whether he, whether scaring the crap out of this guy would uh, have yielded any better results, but realizing that, yeah, like the, that he wasn't acting insulting or insulted or, uh, you know, sort of fast talking, or at least it doesn't seem like it. He's fast talking his way out of it. It seems like legit. Like I literally can't get any gunpowder for three weeks. So, right. So he's so yeah. Wendell trying to you know roll on a a sway roll using his uh, if you want reputation. Yeah, if you want to roll sway, you can. It'd be a straight up roll though for Wendell. So it's not the odds would not be good that it would succeed. It would just end up pissing this guy off probably. So. Okay, what's what about uh, Ephraim? How's he um, sway? Ephraim sway because that's a guile, right? So, that's guile. Yeah. You're minus. You're minus, minus one. one. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, okay. I'm a minus one. And if I use my dangerous reputation move, or uh, it would even it out, but still, that's not great. So. I do have plain spoken though. When you strike up a conversation with an NPC who's just doing their damn job, skip the formalities, ask them an honest question, and they'll give you an honest answer. Yeah, that that move could work here if you yeah, wanted, so if you to, wanted ask to find. Him. Yeah, if you wanted to find out if he was bullshitting about the about the time frame, you could probably use that rule to do it. I want to do. I want to ask him about the time frame, or do you want to ask him if there's someplace else we can get the uh, powder? Yeah, you'd have to. I, mean, the, I think the the success is that he has to honor an, answer honestly, uh, whichever. Whatever question we ask, right? So, there's no answer. Uh, then I, I'm wasting it. Yeah, and that one doesn't even require a roll. You can just, uh, yeah, just you do can it. just ask him. ask ask him if he knows where where to get powder. Yeah, yeah. Is there anywhere else we can go? Okay, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask him. So, anywhere you know of, we can get powder sooner. Three weeks is just not going to cut it. Says, so let me. We'll still pay you. Don't worry. I can give you I, <laughs> money's like nothing to us. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "Oh, I know you're going to pay me. I can give you something I have here." And he walks to the back of the barn. I have powder window. Yeah, he's got a. He does. He has a small horn. You know, like a small little uh, long bag of it. It's not enough to, it'd probably be enough to pull off a few rounds for those 20 muskets that are there, but not much beyond that. Um, Does it seem like he's giving me his personal stash and that way yeah. leave him unprotected? Um, yes. So I'm just going to say, friend, I can't take yours. You're going to need it in these coming days. Do you know any place where I could find enough to, say, influence the coming events? He's like, okay, yeah, you could try the badger, but badger. I'm not sure that I'm not sure he's someone you want to get mixed up with. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> honey badger. The honey badger. Yeah, his his guy goes by the name of uh, where is it? Um I had it somewhere. I look at Wendell. I look at Wendell and Mouth Badger. <laughs> yeah, his name is uh, Alexander Lloyd. Ah, uh, Alexander. Oh, Lloyd. 
I've heard of him. Yeah, and I guess if there was a if there were gangsters in the 1700s, he's probably close to it. It's going to cost us a bit more Sam's money. Yeah, and yeah, is that that <laughs> I like that you think it's my money. <laughs> <laughs> the money tree. We just need money, some more. So I believe you. <laughs> we just need some more money from the money tree. Yeah, and the forest. And uh, yeah, yeah, the guy tells you. He says, um, "Yeah, this guy here, Alexander, Alex. He uh, he's even more." Uh, the word I'm looking for is uh, what's the word? I'm, he's he's connected, but he's very more promiscuous with his alliances than hmm. than even uh, well, as you can imagine, a man who runs in this kind of trade. Um, let's see no. if he's in Boston or not. I, I imagine he wouldn't be in Boston. He's in another area of the uh, on the other side of the island. Um, and he he lives in a he works out of a, a, a Cooper shop. These aren't the times for worrying about a man's scruples. Mm -hmm. We have a job we need to get done. He gives you an address, and right. he said uh, he takes a long pause. He says, "You know, if I." I vouch for you with this guy. You can't let it come back and burn me. You have my word. You know where my shop is. Okay. You know, you know I'm good for it. Yeah, I believe you. He sees you as a as a good, hardworking man, just like he is. So, um, side soon is not going to be anything we need to worry about. And gives him a wink. He's like a, a wan grin. He says, all right, well, here's the address. You can tell them that I sent you, but I can't guarantee you anything beyond that. Wait. And he says, uh, all right, boys, go with God. Amen, brother. And he, uh, Walks back into the house, closes up the barn, and uh, waves you off. Assuming we we haul the muskets out and throw them in the back. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're on the back of the cart now. We brought and we brought some straw and hay to like cover them up in the back, mm -hmm. of, the, back of the cart. Yep. Good. Yep. Okay. And you are. Yeah, riding back. Why'd they have to label these crates? Muskets times five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A very uh, forward looking smugglers are. All right. Got to keep the inventory straight. Yeah, right. They were concerned about <laughs> stuff getting mis misappropriated. Mm -hmm. where, where was uh, the Batcher stationed? Um, he's not in Boston, right? Yeah, uh, just a second. Um, yeah, I think I was going to say it's also along the waterfront, but on the opposite end of the island. Let me get the map back up here. 
close the window somehow. Come on. Okay. Roll 20 is being strange at the moment. So, it uh, keeps wanting me to sign up for free share. Oh, there it goes. I don't know why it's doing it's, it's asking me to sign up for like a pro or plus membership. In any case, um, it's along the, the west side of the island, like kind of opposite from where you guys have spent a lot of your time. Like Charleston? Yeah. Or farther north. Maybe farther north. Are there docks over there? God damn, I can't, see, I can't see this map. So I oh, it's still up on here. I see. Okay, there we go. Let's say like... um, he, Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, like off the... Near Barton's Point. Let's call, let's put him there. Uh, see up there. Okay. Ah, there we go. Yeah, he's on the and he lives in, in a he uh, he works out of a Cooper's shop. Okay. Very good. Okay. Would probably know where that's at, right? I mean, that'd be part of the whole woodworking community. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he he works with wood as well, so he's, you know, I don't think this is a guy that you've, um, uh, you're real uh, acquainted with just from his reputation, um, but you definitely know of the the area down there. You know, you know that that uh, there's some cooperages and some other. Um, Ships that are, you know, industries that work with, uh, you know, indirectly with the, the shipping and naval kind of stuff, you know, yep. supporting the, the boats and the maritime traffic. All right. So you guys are heading back to town. Um, let's see back, back in the city now while they're making their way back. Um, Nate and Sam Lawrence. Up to anything in particular? Um, I think just getting the you know a, a ball of this size. I think it's going to take some planning. So we're getting you know hogs and cows and stuff ordered and barrels of of wines and things like that. Okay, and and, and I, I'm assuming Sam's working on the the guest list as I'm kind of doing the logistics. I can imagine. Yep. Very good. You got Jonas and, uh, and, uh, Jethro doing the, doing the legwork on a lot of that. I imagine. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sitting at a desk. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm handing things, handing things off. And right. Uh, yeah. right. Right. Signing checks. Signing checks. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, and Lawrence is working on the petition for grievance because it's it needs to have a different tone than the farmer's almanac. It needs a different tone from the leaves of liberty. One of the challenges of doing this job is making sure that each 
thing has its own voice mm-hmm. so that no one could say, wait a second, that, that phrase seems familiar. Where did I see that phrase before? So um, Lawrence has an adverse reaction to the thought of being hanged. So he is uh, <laughs> uh, pretty strict in going through like three and four drafts. I, I also realized that this is a petition that Nathaniel is going to present to his friends. Um, and they, um, they may not have the same stomach for revolutionary fervor that the typical consumer of the leaves of liberty might have. So the document needs to be more staid, more of a John Adams kind of mushy, uh, faint-hearted objection to the crown as opposed to mm-hmm. a true clean break with uh, the tyrant George III. So. Beautiful. Not that you expect much more from Adams, uh, lawyer. Okay. Is milking his theme for defending <laughs> people who murdered thousands of Bostonians. That's right, mm-hmm. including dear Wendell's uh, brother. Right? It was your brother, correct, Wendell? Yep. Yes, that guy. Yes, murdered that guy. Murder. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Okay. So everybody's got their their things going on here. All right, well, at about this time, Wendell and Ephraim pull the cart back into his shop, discreetly unload the cart or the, the crates into the shop, I imagine. Yep, my hiding spot in the back with the boards and the sawdust. Mm-hmm, good. All right, and an hour back and forth, a little bit of time there. Let's say it's uh, probably early afternoon again on Wednesday. Still time to do stuff if you wanted to. Should we should we head out to the? Should we go find the badger? Yeah, I don't know if we if we f- would feel the need to. You know, report back to headquarters. Hey, the gunpowder didn't work out. We're taking a potentially more pr- lucrative path, but also potentially more dangerous. Um, would the guys you know. be in the back room at this point? Do you think? Or were they? Uh, were they probably the crow's nest? Were, were hours. Were they? I, got, the oh, I, I think or I got the impression that. Uh, I think I thought Nate was working at home, but uh, I, I could be mistaken. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're at we're at the manor. Well, how much money do we have? We're gonna need to? another. We're gonna need like <laughs> another IOU, I would think. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not it's not like we have a bag of treasure that we're carrying with us to pay this guy with. So I mean, I think we have to go. I think we have go to, to go to Nate's house. Yeah, go to Nate's house and say, "Look, you know, things have changed." We've got another angle on some gunpowder, but it may cost us more money and or lead to more exposure. Yeah, good, good, good plan. And All you know, right. Wendell is he's he's a soldier, so he's not going to run off <laughs> and freelance this. <laughs> <laughs> got to go talk to the 
people who are pulling the strings. This amount of money doesn't even like make sense to us. Good. Um, and are are you just sending word? Or are you coming by? No, we're gonna come by. Yeah, I think this we need to not. We don't want it going through the network. I think this this has to go straight to yeah. management. Yeah, so straight to management. So, <laughs> so I assume they they get there. They have to they have to go on the back door though, right? Yeah, servants and, entrance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Jethro probably meets them down there, and then sends. Um, actually, I think what he does is he comes up to the office and makes sure to clear the room, and then shows them up. Okay, and announces them. Just so that we're alone. Yeah. <clears throat> so all that happens. You guys are downstairs. Jethro, after a period of time, after you arrive, he says, "This way, gentlemen." He leads you. Uh, you're upstairs, right? Mm-hmm. Nate. Okay. Takes you up the study. Up to the study. Very nice, well carved staircase, and uh, into the into the room. And I'll stand. Show mm-hmm. some respect. Welcome, gentlemen. Oh, no need to get up. Ah, uh, kind of crack my back a little bit. Ah, oh, I've been I've been sitting too long. Please, I'm assuming the uh, transaction went down without a hitch. No, depends on what you define a hitch as. We <laughs> yeah, good news. It, it, it's kind of a good news, bad news situation. Uh, we'll take the good news first. Uh, we have the muskets. Good, good, yes. Um, they're they're right useless without powder. Hmm. Seems that the uh, the fire in the heights has made supply uh, less than ideal, and so he didn't have any, at least any that we were willing to take from him. And he can't get any until three weeks from now. You know, I'm three a simple weeks. man. Cl- clutch my chest a little bit. Three weeks. Good news, though. We have a line on a on another source. Um, just one small problem. Probably not much of a problem for a, a man of your means, but uh, we had to honor our commitment to... Uh, what was the guy's name? John Spencer, was that? Yeah, with Spencer. Uh, so it leaves us a little short for our dealings with the secondary source. So uh, this gentleman's probably not going to probably not going to drive much of a bargain. So uh, we're going to need a we need a bit more in order to get the powder. A bit more. Probably twice as much as we paid Spencer. I see. Uh, yes, of course. Um, and are we sure this, this other man has what we need? We're not, but we won't know till we get there. And by the time we get there, it'll be too late to need money. (laughs) Gotta have our capability to deal in hand. 
All right. I I, I shoot uh I shoot Sam a bit of a side eye. Hmm. Make a notation in in the ledger under uh you know in the ongoing party tally for miscellaneous. <laughs> Expensive miscellaneous <laughs> expenditures. Petty <laughs> <laughs> <Spetty> cash. <laughs> And what would it be? Is it is it like a? It it's all like checks, basically, right? Like I wouldn't send cash, or is it gold? Like what would what would the currency, the everyday currency, be? Oh, that's a good question. I, yeah, of what Boston was using at the time, whether it was. Yeah, I'm assuming there it's there were just all kinds of like crazy a, currency floating around. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Like common, would it be like? Letter of credit or something like that for someone That's of your of, station, like a promissory note. Yeah, and the question is, would you, would you use that to buy illicit gunpowder? <laughs> right, <laughs> with your right. name on it, you know, an IOU, a paper says, trail. It says here, by the time of the Revolutionary War, each of the thirteen colonies' governments had admitted their own currency issues through Great Britain, although Great Britain opposed and tried to suppress them. In all cases, they were financially expediently adopted to cover a lack of funds by promising to quote pay later. Okay. So we'll send some currency. Yeah. Because you, you don't want a paper trail for something like this. So. Right. right. Yeah. It looked like a promissory note for Massachusetts. So it's just a, it's just a sheet of paper. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and would, would gold have still been used at this time? I think I it would be paper currency. Okay. Coins. So primarily paper, okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I kind of wrap it in like a leather sheath, make it look like maybe I make it look like you know a bundle of paper paperwork, and hand it over. Dear Homer, I owe you one donut. Signed, home. <laughs> Signed <up>. bastard. <laughs> so it's one step ahead. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm wondering. I want. Do you do you guys want Sam to come along? Well, you're someplace that's not a car. I am home now. Oh, you just got okay. Yeah, wow. it's only a two-hour drive. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it might be a good thing to have Sam along. The question is, w- does he does he want to be visible in this kind of deal? I, you know, I mean, Sam. I think Sam knows. Um, Sam deals, you know, he, Sam, he, Sam's probably heard of the guy actually, but yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I think, I think just from like, I'm not actually like character wise that great at like sway and that kind of thing as much as you might think. But um, I think the way I've portrayed Sam is he's got a lot of contact. So I'd be more than willing to like, yeah, I think Sam has, has interacted with this guy. Uh, in the, you would lend credibility to, <laughs> any transaction yeah i want to say sam at least knows of him but this guy is um yeah maybe he's a level directly yeah yeah, he's he's a level another level of okay shenanigans that uh i don't want to say that uh sam is wise enough to have steered clear from okay so this guy's more like an, is he more like a notorious crime boss? Like, is that I, the angle that he's. Yeah. yeah. Was, I don't even know. Would, would you know maybe, maybe what Sam can do here is like Sam knows someone 
who would be a much better, much better intermediary. Maybe we're going to go see that person first uh, and either try and convince them to make our case to the Badger or convince them to come along. How about that? Yeah. Because I'm thinking somewhere, somewhere along the lines of, uh, you know, the, who was uh, Daniel Day-Lewis in Gangs in New York? Something, mm. uh, something on that level. You so know? he's like a local crime boss. Yeah. Pe- people know who he is and they know what he's up to. And he's, but he's not petty time. He's more like, big yeah, time. yes. Right. Hey, Parker, maybe, we just, maybe Sam has a lead on a, like one of his minor, you know, minor bosses that yeah, I think we, like going at him might be like going directly to him might be kind of an affront if he's kind of the, the overall crime Lord. So we're better off. Maybe I have a slightly better. Yeah. All I'm trying, I'm trying to say we're in like a small plus one or something <laughs> on your role. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, we appreciate the effort. Yes. Yeah. But you do. Yeah. I would say Sam knows somebody who's connected to this guy, but um, I wouldn't, I would think he's not directly connected to him. So one of his lieutenants or um, one of the lieutenants, lieutenants. Okay. So here's what I'd say, Mark, maybe uh, Sam tries, I'm not going to go with them. Uh, but maybe I try and get them an in. So like what I would mm-hmm. propose is maybe I do uh, like a guile roll or something, which I'm mm-hmm. a, just a plus zero at. Um, or, you know, if we're willing to make it to be somehow mined, like, uh, but um, well, let me look at the, let me look at the default moves. I'm home now. I have my rules and everything. Um, certainly none of my special rules. Um, maybe it's a maybe Sam like tries to find out what the best way to approach this guy is with a with a oh, what's uh, going on what's going mm-hmm. on here. Uh, it is a question. I wanted one forward though. Um, I mean, we could just do it as a helper, hinder, comrade. Um, right. So the what I maybe I propose like Sam is gonna. He, you know, he, yeah, he, he, he knows, I mean, this badger, yeah, like you say, he's, uh, Sam doesn't want to get his hands that dirty. Uh, and, you know, maybe there's a way to get this badger's help without going directly to see him. And that's what Sam, so Sam would kind of put out his, like, maybe a couple of contacts and uh, see if they were amenable to being intermediaries. Mm-hmm. So I, I, what I would say, maybe I do help or hinder for whatever role you're going to have uh, Wendell and Ephraim do. Um, if okay. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, I think a good role. I mean, when we get to it, it might be something like I could see Sam using one of the urchins to send that uh, to establish a you know a line of communication or something, or at least let them know that. Yeah. Someone and you know, if I fail my helper hinder a comrade role, they don't get any help, right? If I get a medium success, they get plus one. Um, if I get a full success, it's plus two on their role. Yeah, and if and if it misses, it's uh, well, anything can happen. But then, uh, yeah, you you get you know, as always, I'm yeah. sure you get to do something with the right. fuck, of course. Yeah, getting down there might be a different kind of kind of role, or you but... make the stakes for them going to the badger even higher. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and yeah. if you're lucky, we'll roll a four, and your plus one will make it a five. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Okay. So, um, all right, that's 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 good. You want to uh, so with with uh, Sam's help, sending a merchant down to establish a 
a little bit of a credentials. Wait, well, and they'll know, right? Because I'm going to do that. Like we're here Wednesday afternoon. I'm gonna I'm gonna like send an urchin down and wait for a response. You know, I've mm -hmm. got this contact uh, who who you know I know he's a he's a lieutenant in the Badgers organization. And, mm -hmm. You know, I, I've 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 done a favor for him in a past. So I'm calling in that favor. So here. Okay. Perfect. A, and you want me roll with Bond. With Bond with Wim. Yeah. So, uh, who am I? Who's going to do the? Who's going to be the one? Who's going to be yeah. the guy talking to the badger? So, there's great uh, if the, the Quaker did it. I think that would be a nice little <laughs> juxtaposition. I mean, just because, because he's yeah. the one. He's the plain spoken guy. He's usually the guy that you know talks right. first. I think I have a plus one bond then, with him. I think that's okay. Let's see. Yeah, your your bond, your better bond is with me, but it's yeah, unlikely. But no, right. Like let's, I would be I have a threat almost situation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a plus one with Ephraim, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'll talk to Ephraim and say, here, let, let, here, here, friend, let, let me see if I can help you. This wouldn't be a plain spoken situation again, though, would it? I mean, uh, no, you know, I, I, well, crime bosses like plain spoken, but oh, because your well, your guile is also minus one. Yeah, Ephraim. So I'm not gonna be able to lie to him, but I mean, we have any, yeah. asking. but he also is a Cooper, so it's uh yeah, they they've got yeah. There's... Plus, I can always help. Like Ephraim and I can help each other on rolls too, and because hey, we've got a pretty good bond. So I got it. You're going to get a plus one. Yeah, so plus like one. you said, a four going to a five. And I'm moderately successful, right? So th this lieutenant, uh, we could come up with a name if you want, but he's he's not real happy to hear from me. It's a bad time for him. But yeah. I do like I wheedle and I wheedle because, uh, like, hey, you know, I did this favor for you, man. It's like, you know, this is how it works. Using your natural weasel instincts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the message you get back is that he, like you said, he's uh, not happy about having to cash this in right now, but honor among thieves and all. So he uh, uh, allows this to go through and lets you know he'll make uh, the boss aware that two of your friends want an audience with him. Okay. Uh, and um, they say they'll be expecting him or he'll be expecting them tonight. I, pat, I clap Ephraim on the back. You're in my friend. Everything's going to be fine. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> I had no doubt. It's contagious confidence. <laughs> I am the best kind. If, if there's anything I do, it's project confidence. That's for damn. Good. All right. So, yeah. So the badger is uh, awaiting you guys in a couple hours. Sam's not going to come with us to the badger, or is he? No, he's not. No, that, that, that was that, that was my whole contribution. Yes, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I had thought about it, but you know, I'm not really like you know. I, I'm the if if you need me to make a speech and get people all riled up, I'm your guy. But and I definitely like the way I've portrayed the character. He's kind of got these shady dealings, um, but he's not real good at the direct shadiness. Yes. Kinetic shadiness. Mm -hmm. Shadiness by proxy. Exactly. All right. So. Okay, um, and Lawrence is still working on his uh, petition. As you said, it takes a lot of work. All right. Yep. Good. So 
Um, towards Barton's point then with uh, Ephraim and, and Wendell moving along. And just the card the, again. We're optimistic. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, make it look like you're on business, you know. Um, something incidental that you notice the soldiers uh, around town, like just the regular soldiers of the garrison, the redcoats, they seem to be walking with their in a different way, a little, a little cockier, like uh, your contact at the farm said, chest out, laughing a lot. They are, you just get an idea that they are feeling good about the, well, you don't know what, but you can assume it's the changes that are coming along here in the city. Okay. And, um, yeah, and as you pull in past that, uh, past the, you know, the north side of the mill pond there, it starts, a, it's a real rough section of town. I mean, the docks, you know, the waterfronts are always a little bit rough, but uh, this one is even, even more so. Um, not an area that I think Ephraim would go in off, off often, you know, with his pacifist leanings and everything. A lot of stab and jabs and fist fights kind of break out here, but um, but still. You find probably yourself... kind of the area that uh, Wendell grew up in. Yeah, right. So well, Wendell, Wendell feels right at home. Yeah, this is this is okay with him, you know. He knows how to handle himself here. I think Ephraim would probably be happy that he's actually with him on this trip. But um but you find the address. Um, I can't read what that street says, but whatever. It's the Spring Spring Street, Spring Road. Um, you find his cooperage over over there. It's a pretty pretty good sized shop. It's it's two parts. There was one that's like the workshop, and then there's a second uh, little place next to it where they uh, are attached, where you know like, like an office desk to meet the public or like receive clients and customers and that kind of thing. But the workshop is a separate, uh, separate structure. And, uh, there is a candle burning inside on the, in the area there. And you can see that there, it looks like somebody's there. So if you want to head in. Yep. We do it. All right. Candles burning on the uh, on the on the desk near the like, like the reception area. There's no one there. However, the door is open on your on your right to the workshop, and you can hear some activity in there. So we walk back towards the noise. Yeah, you can just poke your head in, and you see a handful of people working in there. Making barrels? Yeah. As they do? As they do. And uh, as you walk in, one of, the, uh, one of the apprentices sees you, says, hello? What's your, uh, what's your name? You know what the Badger's real name is? We do, don't we? Yeah. It's Alexander Ale Lloyd. Lloyd, yeah. We're looking for Alexander. Okay. 
Mr. Lloyd, he calls back to the, you know, to the back of the shop. Guess it would be unusual for me to call him by his first name, right? It would have been we're looking for Mr. Lloyd or Master Lloyd. Yeah, right, probably Master Lloyd. Yeah. Master Lloyd. Yeah, they call him. They shout back there, and then he receives an answer that you, you guys, it's barely audible. You can't hear it, but he says, "Yeah, back of the back of the shop," and uh, as soon as he says that, these other apprentices clear out. And you can you can hear someone else working at the back over there. I'll say there's like a half wall that separates the that area from from where you're standing. Say, Wendell, where'd they all go? <laughs> I think we need to be ready. Always ready. Yeah, I know you are, friend. This doesn't smell right. So we walk back there. Yeah, okay. You approach the back of the shop, oh. and there is a lantern hanging from uh, like a joist on the ceiling, and um, there's a man there with the leather apron on. He's, uh, I'll say he's thin, but he's, he's not, okay, the, the name Badger may imply a certain physical stature, but he's much more lean and uh, in shape than, than that. He's got, uh, you know, salt and pepper, salt and pepper hair and a beard and a mustache. And he is uh, tending to some planks that are soaking in a long trough of water. And he doesn't really look at you when you when you approach, he's still working, and he says, uh, um, who's the, maybe we should name that lieutenant that Sam knows. Um, let's give him a name. I'll say he's uh, uh, my consult my random chart here. Random colonial names chart. <laughs> We'll call him so Lazarus uh, tells me you um, tells me you uh, wanted to speak to me. That's right. We have, we have a bit of a business proposition. Oh yeah. Yeah, I understand you might be able to get us the substance we need to. Uh, throw quite the party in a few weeks or a few hmm. days yeah there are many substances that we have access to this one the shrooms, <laughs> for shrooms. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely definitely here MDMA we definitely need MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a rave <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, the type of uh, substance that I think you're referring to is not cheap. I think you'll find that we're good for it. Very good. Okay, so again, I think this is where 
uh, Nate's money <laughs> comes in. Jason rolls, rolls for the money. Let's do this. How come he rolls for the money and we have to take the like, consequences <laughs> of the failure? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> what did you... Your, his IOU is illegible. He's, he's, he's literally... He's just scribbled nonsense. On a IO poo? <laughs> Son of a... I can't even read this. Who, whose idea was it to have Jason roll all the time? God damn it. We've, we've learned this lesson. A critical failure. Oh my god. Okay. So Wendell beat the shit out of somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're solving this until he rolls snake eyes on his beat the shit out of somebody roll, and then we're really hosed. All right, Jason, you can mark another experience. And let's say here. Is it. Well, just hold on a second. Is it possible that Nathaniel put all his money into the banquet? Uh, the ballroom floor that Sam insisted. <laughs> it's very possible. He's left nothing else, nothing left for right. bribes and the, the illicit, uh, illicit commerce. Just poor budgeting. A man has his priorities. <laughs> like one plus one plus one. Jason. He's like, well, the ballroom floor is perfect. I mean, how much could gunpowder be? <laughs> There's no way to row worse. No, Lawrence is not one to judge. But, which is why I like him so much. <laughs> but, perhaps he needs an all he does is judge. With the more rational uh, assessment of the world. So. <laughs> well, this is what this is what I'm going to suggest that um, that the badger. <laughs> Rethink our entire plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, well, that he's gonna he's gonna be able to get you. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna uh, here's a, here's a suggestion. Let me know what you think of it. That he's gonna be able to get you the gunpowder. I think but, he's gonna call in a favor at some point. But yeah, but it's going to cost you uh, maybe it, double what it would otherwise. It was because what were the failure consequences of a failed uh, money? They want more cash than you have. Yeah, yeah we're going to say that that one's that one's. Um, so we for basically sure. and they want something besides money, right? We hand him the script, and he's like, "Well, this will get you started." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on our payment plan. <laughs> but well, yeah, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's let's do it. just to keep just to keep the story kind of moving a little bit. So instead of uh, pick one, let's. Um, Pick the all three, and sure. um, yeah, and uh, just say that he gets the he'll, he'll hook you up with the stuff. But um, okay, let's let's go that direction. Okay. The, the Sons of Liberty are uh, the Sons of Liberty. The what? The Tree of Liberty is that the what we tree, are? Yeah, we're now in business with the Badger. Yeah, <laughs> Great. so you're now you're now uh, connected to organized crime. Every great revolution has started with a dip into organized crime. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yep, right. So, yeah, just like like Kyle said, he um he looks at the the bundle that you throw down on the barrelhead in the in the shop there, and we throw it down like you know, no one's ever seen this much money before. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a, 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 this attitude of we've, yes. we've got friends in high places that have spared no expense, and the badger just looks at it and he's like, "Well, 
I see this is the first of yeah, he, eight down payments. Yeah. Yeah. He looks at a very he's he's not impressed by by that bundle. And uh he doesn't even necessarily look at it to be honest. He just uh, um he kind of you know gives a slight chuckle under his breath. He says Okay, that'll do for now. You can bring the rest of it to me, um, you know, next week. Uh, the rest. Um, <laughs> we're just going to play it cool, like, yeah, no problem, we'll bring it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, when, when uh, uh, how much? Um are we taking? Wait, wait, today? wait, wait, wait. What's the name? What's the name of the uh, Sons of Liberty guy? Uh, the the financier oh. was uh, James Swan. James Swan. Yeah, just uh, just give him James Swan's name. Yeah, James. Uh, James is all. He's got the next <laughs> payment set up. <laughs> I like that, but I think that goes against the three roll. Yeah, I think yeah, we're no, it does. It does. We're we're locked in. He knows who we we're are because because the beam was around. Around. We should we should totally be fucked because Jason sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to help. Yep, just here to help. Great story. You distracted me with a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love the fact that yeah that it is great that he spent so much on the party favors and decorations <laughs> for the house and brandy surely, surely gunpowder can't be that expensive like we need to focus on what's important here <laughs> for the cask of wine yeah and he says uh, he finishes off he says okay. I I don't know what you need this for, and I'm not going to ask. But um, he says, in the aftermath, or when it's all done and they're said and done, whatever you're planning on doing, I'm getting a cut. Hmm. Well. I'm going to be head of the secret police, so I can totally hook you up. <laughs> then he says, uh, my apprentice will see you out. And then uh, one of his workers comes from one of the darker corners of the room. Does this uh, follow me, gentlemen? He leads you out towards the front of the gate. He says, uh, uh, maybe, you know, what, what we said we were 10 days out, so five days. Gives you five days to meet at a warehouse. Um, not too far from a couple, a couple blocks from this shop. And he gives you an amount of money that you need that he expects to have as the you know rest of the payment which is a you thought that money was a lot wendell it's uh <laughs> daddy's gonna be upset <laughs> yeah it's gonna put a dent in the party budget mm -hmm. 
Randy informs you that um, if the rest of the payment is not received at the time of, uh, you know, receiving the goods, that the interest will begin to accrue. Yeah. Okay. Healthy Vig. Mm-hmm. And with that, closes the door of the, the cooperage and uh, bids you guys good night. I say good day. <laughs> I say good day. And okay. you guys find, find yourself out on the streets of the rough part of town as the sun is beginning to set on Boston. One of these days, Wendell is going to punch his way to a resolution <laughs> one of these I'm, I, I keep I mean it's gotta like soon I want it to happen soon <laughs> yeah alright cool 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 so where are we going from here yeah okay so it's our night time um, oh, we're going to uh, get some some punching in don't worry We'll get some uh, we we'll some tree in initiated violence here soon. Nice. Um, At the ball. Anything, yeah. <laughs> Windows gonna Windows gonna crash it. Nice. <laughs> All right. Cool. So we're back to uh, Tuesday night. We got that done. Um, I guess we can. Fast forward. Uh, you guys want to fast forward some some events or anything like that, or I think we we got about a half hour. Well, you guys, what good were for we going to do at the market? I forgot what we were going to do at the market. Oh, Ephraim was going to talk to Constance because she said oh, she right. had a um, uh, she had a, a little bit of information for him. And did we set a date for the ball? Is it this weekend? I don't know that you did yet. I think we we're still planning the. Uh, uh, still planning the particulars of that. We also need to uh, have Rex read his grievance to us. That's right. So yeah, I mean, he's been working on yeah, it. Yeah, I know. He's, yeah. he's, 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 he's kept on beat, so I may just check out and let you guys go beat some people up and uh, <laughs> find out about, about it in the next session. Rendell finally. <laughs> his, uh, <laughs> his role. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's going to be cool. <laughs> I'm excited for it, anyways. Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, just rant your mom. It's yeah. just like, you know, the random bullshit insult. <laughs> that he's a big like there's a lot but I think that opens the door to a multi part serialization of the Wendell White story. <laughs> and, uh, mm -hmm. the, the In the hey, 
conversation out of the way that this will all come to fruition. Um, did, did you want to um, do um, constant, like the, the meeting with Constance, and then we can uh, call it a wrap for? For the evening, no problem. We are expecting. Wow. I did start drinking when I got home. Just saying, <laughs> um, but I think that bad grammar is just on me. I don't think I'm gonna... <laughs> um, I, I am expecting the grievance. I mean, I I want this to be like. Well, I think Rex actually has to orate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll work on it for the next uh, section. Uh, mm -hmm. Stand that it almost entirely be stolen from other <laughs> historical documents. Hey, we're not that's fun. No, 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 as long as you yeah. wrap it, dude. I write, <laughs> you I write code. That's <laughs> right. I guess. Go, you guys finish up and have a uh, good rest of the session. Yeah, you too. All right. Okay. Thanks, Rex. Take care, everyone. Night, boys. There goes Rex. There goes the Rex. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll pull this in. We we'll just get what Constance has to tell you, and then um, next time we'll we'll get some fireworks here. Uh, so yeah, Wednesday morning, it's market or Thursday morning, it's market day, and this is when Constance has told you to meet her near the apple cart of the of the outdoor market, and um, as you you head down there. Again, you got heckled by a group of redcoats. A couple of guys just watching, but they noticed your Quaker. Being a Quaker, they latched onto that and uh, hurled some insults your way. Something that didn't happen before. Very often, you are aware. You don't have to engage them, but it's... Uh, Something that uh, follows up on what we, you noticed about them earlier, just being a little bit more aggressive and disrespectful to the citizens they're supposed to be at least ostensibly protecting. Um, any case, once you get to the market, you do see um, Constance. Standing by the apple cart, pretending to be looking over the, you know, the fruit, deciding on one to one to buy. So she's dressed. To, are we in? Are we in the cart? Um, yeah. If you wanted to have taken the cart there, you could have. Yeah, it's fine. It's me though, right? I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not bringing. Yeah, I don't know that Wendell. Um... <laughs> you want to bring Wendell along yeah. too? I'm not, I'm not bringing Wendell along for this. Hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Wendell's not the greatest wingman for. Yeah, I was gonna say this kind of situation. Yeah, I want him at my back in a bar fight, but I don't know that I want mm. him here while I'm mm, scaring the shit out of whoever you're trying to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so it's just me. I've put on like my Sunday finest. You know, I've, mm -hmm. I've beaten all the all the sawdust out of my clothes and combed my hair the best I can. And uh, I wander into the market, and I walk up to Constance, and I, I go, hey, girl. No, I don't. 
Milady. And she says, just look straight ahead and pretend you're shopping. I do my best not to stare at her. Yeah. Uh, and, but I begin to look through the apple cart and as though I'm mm -hmm. picking a dozen apples to take home with me. Yeah. And um, she starts talking with you and she says, I got your note. Listen, I get it. Um, it's probably not a good idea for us to see each other for a little bit right now. Um, some things are going on. The prisoners you inquired about. And as she's saying this, she's kind of like strolling along the, the stalls in this, you know, daytime marketplace. Mm -hmm. And like kind of asking you to follow her as, uh, mm -hmm. as she just kind of talks. Um, the prisoners you inquired about, they're being shipped back to England on the day after Boxing Day. And Captain Preston um, is, yeah, he's, he's, he's not treating these guys well. I've heard through my father that uh, John Hancock is, was beaten terribly in his cell. And Paul Revere is being worked on as we, well, she doesn't say worked on, but you know, <laughs> his fate is, uh, he was also going to suffer a similar fate. It looks like. General Gage. What's that? I just glance at her like, like with a bit of disturbed look in my eye. Okay. Yeah, we, we are currently without, uh, I should say, without governments at the, at the moment. Hutchinson is just a titular figure, titular figure uh, ostensibly, and then um, General Gage will arrive prior to the new year. Okay. Soldiers, the soldiers are happy to see him coming. Many of them fought with him in Montreal. And he is loved by the army, the garrisons here. Things are about to get uh, dangerous in Boston. So take care of yourself, Ephraim. I can answer and I will, say thank you. I will be in contact with you again. Okay, thank you. Take care of yourself. I'll see you soon, my love. You too, Ephraim. Farewell. Or goodbye, rather. But farewell. Farewell, my love. <laughs> yeah, and she uh, scurries off towards the, uh, you know, through the market. She gets lost in the, in the crowd there. And see, if Wendell had been there, this is where he could have said, struck out again, eh? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I take a bite out of an apple and turn the opposite direction and walk out of the market. Blue balls and all. Blue balls and all. <laughs> this is this is colonial America. I think men are used to blue balls. That's right. Yeah, it's just he's a, a quaker. He's got to be used. To it. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I only have sex like three times. Why in do life. you think they quake? Why do you think they shake so much? Yeah. <clears throat> Repression. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, so I'm gonna find the I'm gonna find the nearest waif and send this message up to the manor. Okay. Find a kid in the in the street. Yep. And then I'm gonna head back message. to the shop. Yep. Okay. So the word gets out to Sam, Daniel, Lawrence. Spreads it around. Wendell gets uh, it eventually too. Sam Sam says, oh, Ephraim struck out again. <laughs> Oh, was that was not that the, was that not the message you sent? <laughs> <laughs> that was not the message I sent. My message was: it was lovely to see the light of my eye. She looked as beautiful as always, and she gave us some code. important information. It's code. <laughs> code. It's code. Mm. Yeah. Code for struck out. Mm-hmm. But he fails to mention how disappointed he was that she didn't notice his calves. Just find his toes. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. My calves are so shapely. Why did she not comment on me? <laughs> Brand new hose for today. Mm-hmm. All for naught. What a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. But you did get a word on who's going to be replacing. At least True. got a little it's bit bad. of information. It's bad news for us. I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's where we stand. Did anybody want to do anything uh, else on this day here before we could? I mean, imagine next time we can just fast forward to the picking up the powder, but um, or the. Or the or do you want to decide on yeah, a we date might as well not get too much in the planning because you know I'm never going <laughs> to listen to this, so we're just going to redo it all. Yeah, so right. right. Yeah. Set it all up. Well, no, we we want to do a little bit, right? So Mark and Prep. I so you had oh, asked, yeah. you had asked early earlier about when the ball was going to be, and I think it's probably the twenty third because we oh, wouldn't want to do it on yeah, Christmas so Eve. Chris, Christmas would be obviously sacrilegious. Yeah, twenty third is a good day. Uh, was it back then? But anyway, I think the twenty third. The twenty third Boxing Day is the next day, right? So yeah, yeah. Boxing Day is the twenty sixth, and then the twenty seventh. We got to get those dudes out before that. Yeah, yeah. So twenty seventh is the date that they are being shipped to London. Gideon Gideon wants to do it on Christmas, and the ball will be the twenty third. Good. Okay. Nice. And I imagine we'll have the the guest list is all finished, and we'll have everybody there that. No one's going to want to miss this party. That's for sure. That's right. Yeah. And I'm thinking our plans to kind of throw the, like, I think the money troubles may have caused some kinks in our plan to throw the sons of Liberty under the bus of. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we can still pull in the Rangers, but yeah, we're, we're, we're bogged down in this too. I I worry about it. Yeah, it's not going well. Didn't go as smoothly. I mean, the the other the upside is we could also enlist the Badgers crime syndicate to help us bump off the Sons of Liberty. So I mean, there's yeah, going to get us in deep. (laughs) What could go wrong with that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, if we still want to pursue a eliminate the competition, we now have a crime syndicate that we can 
work yeah. with to and that end. Those, and those, yeah, we can use those guys for no problem. They never want anything in return. Let's be <laughs> wakes up I mean, I'm not saying they wouldn't be paid for the gallows. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be paying for a long time. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I don't know how Nate feels, but Sam, even Sam would feel, is starting I mean, to feel a little queasy about this. We're, we're only, we'd only be paying them until we're in power and then can purge them. That's, that's how it works. Right? Our government. That's, a, that's good thinking right there. Yeah. Yeah. Once you have enough power, you can scrub them away. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just spitballing. I'm just spitballing here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I like where your head's at. But yeah. Or you get in some of these uh, pathway moves, you get far ahead on some of these pathways and you'll, you'll have, uh, I don't, yeah. I make my way there. Yeah. You'll have uh, ways to deal to with it, it as happen. well. So, right. Yeah. I, if we're, but we're not, I don't feel like we're made, like the way Jason's rolling, I don't feel like we're making a lot of progress <laughs> on these pathways. We keep having to find new routes to, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> routes come slamming shut. And yeah. 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 We had like three doors closed <laughs> just yeah. in, this episode. Well, yeah. So three. that's funny. I could have um, gotten in a fight with those soldiers. I wonder how many doors that would have closed. <laughs> you know, we should have. We should have just gotten those barrels. Yeah. We should have just yeah, flown off the would have been going trying to beat up some English British soldiers in yeah. daylight. Yeah, and I could have, I mean, uh, either the propagandist or I could have spun that for our benefit. I mean, maybe, yeah, we can. Yeah, I, these, I mean, you know, Mark, Mark's putting them out there for. Yeah, these. For I mean, it's these little incidents, right, that become the Tea Parties and the Boston Massacres of our own revolution. So, mm-hmm. uh, you're hearing that, Wendell. They want us to be the martyrs for this. That's this right. Yeah. Game of theirs. There, there were five of those guys <laughs> and two of us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they were drunk, uh, all night yeah. drunk. That's true. But you know, uh, dying comrade, we get to use that move. I mean, that'll be yeah. interesting. Right? Yeah. So. You'd I'm sure Mark will. I'm sure Mark will dangle some other little, yeah, <laughs> low hanging fruit out there for. Yeah, we get some more exactly. <laughs> Drunken soldiers that piss us off. <laughs> yeah, we'll get something going. But uh, yeah, this one was a little bit more. Just we got our planning done, but uh, I, I think next session we're going to have we'll be able to uh, do both of these big events. Get them both in, you know. Cool. So, well, I mean, with these with these kind of systems, they do go pretty fast. So, yeah. Yeah. No, the planning ones are fun too, Mark. It's all good. You're doing yeah, a good job. I like it. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. I'm 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 really loving these characters. They're they're just they're really coming to life for me. You know what I mean? Super fun setting too. Oh yeah. 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 No, you're killing the setting. It's awesome. Yeah, this is fun, guys. Thanks for coming in. And uh, yeah, well, I, the next, I, I think everybody's really booked for couple months now i think i had to schedule my next one of my next sessions in february so oh, um, even i'm yeah. not out that far but uh, i've got enough referring ones that i could be in trouble okay but yeah january uh, for me is looking pretty full just saying january is full okay okay so maybe but we can, uh, uh you know you know uh, yeah whatever works we can we can, yeah, shoot we'll, for it. We can try and make it work. Yeah, aim for, aim for the dates that you can make it work. Right. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll do that because I'm uh, like December is because we had a lot of like events that got canceled because of COVID that we normally had. So right. You know, I'm uh, my hours are getting pulled back quite a bit after Thanksgiving. Everybody's are, as a matter of fact. But um, so I'll, I might have a little more time. I maybe I'll 
I'll put out a doodle or something like that with a few shorter term dates and see if they fit. If not, uh, we'll just uh, put something in for yeah. for February then. I'm taking oh. the week before Christmas and the week of Christmas off, so I might be able to sneak in more than my normal uh, limits. So okay, we might, we might be able to sneak one in good, if yeah. other people can. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Cool. I'll I'll take a look at the yeah. I'll look at the guild calendar and see what nights are open and or if anybody's involved in those and um, cool. Yeah. You know what? On the guild calendar, I guess my suggestion would be to uh, on those uh, dates is to put the names of the people in there. I, I always, that might be. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I, I I don't, but I think that might be beneficial I, for I, yeah, other people. Don't give me shit, but I I because Ty asked for that, and, and I and I totally see why it helps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because then you know what every other one, everybody else. Yeah, who's available it. and who's not, and you know who's already booked up or whatever. But that's cool. Oh, yeah. Carl does it too. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. Oh, Backdoor does it. Ma, people are being pretty good about it. Yeah, I guess I'm. Yeah, I'm one of the only ones then. <laughs> yeah, so I'm the asshole. Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> does it. So far, it's just Pete. It's just, it's just, yeah, okay. Me and Pete. I, I, haven't, I haven't been doing it on the Cyberpunk ones either because I'm like, I know when they are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who's in it. So, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotcha. Cool. That's funny. All right. All right, boys. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll call this one and then just keep it. I'll, I'll put the, the doodle in the Comrades channel and um, we'll just we'll find a time that works. Thanks, yeah. It's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, guys. Thank you, guys. This is, yeah. this is good times. All right, that's great. Yeah, all right, y'all have a good night, all right? Good night. Bye.